Hello and welcome to a very special uh, Saturday Serial. Myself and good friend and um, long time, I say it, I think actually on the on this, uh, we've done things together like Tropical Vice and been behind the scenes on the Demo Ducky uh, videos and plenty of other creative things, Mel Ron the Null. Um, which never actually really spoke about Melron, but hope everyone is good. Happy New Year, and anyway, from myself and everyone here at Saturday Serial, which is just me. Um, but yeah, so I had been talking a while that something was coming on the podcast. So a couple of weeks ago, I headed down to my good friend Gary, um, in May, and we went on a little road trip to uh, County Galway, which is close by, um, Mayo. So we went for a little little romantic night away in Linan, I think it's how it's pronounced could be wrong headed to a pub and yeah you'll hear me saying on this podcast oh this is actually I was what I was meant to talk about in the main kind of podcast um but I just genuinely haven't had time between Christmas and everything else got to be back on track properly I've got a proper schedule now for myself and um, set out a few new goals when it comes to podcasting and everything for this year so I am looking forward to that and getting going so I do really hope you enjoy it this is going to be a long one I was going to chop it down into a couple of podcasts but I think that um I think it's better that it's all in one big chunk for you um it does go on for a while so maybe take a bit of time but hey you know if you still got a couple of days off work it's, it's some good listening or if you're heading on a little road trip yourself stick it on myself and gary have been friends since school so over god going on now probably close to the 20 year mark and anyway i'd say um and yeah uh we we took a little trip we chat a lot of shy um i edited out a little few bits but not a whole lot it took a while because I, we recorded on two separate microphones on our phones done a little stealth job on it we looked like private investigators with our little mics in the pub but yeah we drank pints of guinness and we talk about different things i can't actually remember what we spoke about but i hope you enjoy talk to you later oh so as i, I just said as a as I suppose this be future John there just said uh, this is a special little segment on this week's um, Saturday Serial. I'm absolutely, I'm travelling. This is a, an on the road special. So for anyone who has obviously um, been looking on my Instagram, you perverts. <laughs> um, obviously I've been, or if you've been listening to the podcast for the last kind of couple of weeks, I have been saying something big is coming it's in the works they didn't want to say anything about it because obviously with all the different restrictions and what not happening may have not happened but uh thankfully we did make it down i made it down anyway i'm in the, the beautiful scenic county of uh county mayo um and i'm visiting my my long time comedy partner i would say uh, and good friend gary what up oh so yeah so i so Gary lives in Mayo. Uh, he defected a, a number of years ago. Uh, yeah. For, for the, other, the dark side. Yeah, but um, it's a great little spot, I have to say. Uh, down here, it's it's a very nice, very nice county. Everyone is always very nice, yes. even though nice and laid back. From Dublin. Oh um, yeah, sure. You get what you get, you know. <laughs> you get what you get, and you don't get upset. Um, this little rhyme that Jack has been teaching me, but yeah, it's I suppose. We've been talking, so we're on our way to a little a little pub. Um, we're having a little a romantic weekend away. Yeah, we're looking forward to this. A little Christmas getaway. Yeah, the two we, of us. we spoke about this now, I suppose, for a couple of years now. Since the last time we went out to this place. 
Yes, and that was what? Two, two and a half years, maybe three years Three ago? years ago, I think it would have been, yeah. With our, went out with our um, paddy caps. Our paddy our... caps and everything we had on, we went full, uh, we looked like tourists, we literally stood we out. We went full, did we? Like, yeah. <laughs> but we, um, we've been kind of talking back and forth, and then it was just, everything kind of lined up, and thankfully the government uh, hasn't shut down the country just yet, but of course only just announced, and by the time this has got out, I'm sure it's in full effect now and everything. Uh, the whole place is closing at uh, eight o'clock, so it's- um gonna make the most of it out here. Yeah, we're gonna definitely have a couple of points. We're gonna, and so this is kind of is gonna be coming in and out, I suppose. You're gonna be catching us at different locations. Um, we're gonna be trying some nice points in the, uh, the field pub. Or it's got the, field bar, the field bar. The field bar. So where the. Uh, well, I think it's also called like uh, Conway's. Oh. I don't know. I called up the field bar the other day on. Looked it up on Google, and mm-hmm. someone just answers like, "Hello, Conway's house." I was like, <laughs> uh, "I was like, are you the field bar?" Like, yeah. Like, um, can can I book a table for two? It's like, why do you want to book a table? Like, uh, just because you know, it's table service <laughs> now. It's like, uh. It's not going to be that busy, so you might as well just come in. And she kind of thought I was a bit of an idiot. Like, but. <laughs> she thought you were the idiot. But we are on our way there. I'm really looking forward to it. Looking forward to having some nice points. We're literally we're going through like the landscape around us right now. It's it, amazing. It's absolutely just it's breathtaking. It really is. Um, yeah. like, it's, you, it, like I was saying to John on the way, it reminds me of Rohan. Like. John is Aragorn and I'm Gimli oh. and we're riding on our Aragorn riding on our horse through the fields of Rohan. Yeah, it's absolutely like just I mean there's mountains surrounding us, they're fucking it's getting fairly foggy as well now as I say. A little bit foggy, <laughs> I am getting a little bit worried. <laughs> and I wanna overtake this mofo in my way. But it's just it's a yeah, and a very, very nice scenery. Like that it is like something out of fucking Lord of the Rings or some high fantasy uh, style and stuff. We are oh, the big old Fast and Furious. This guy, fucking Vin Diesel, yeah. Uh, and I'll drive safe, folks. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those places that you'd love to kind of just go walk and you know get get your boots on and and head out. I don't think we'd last too long. <laughs> Not too long. We did try climb uh, Kirkpatrick before. Me and you. Well. <laughs> we, we walked up to the fucking, I think it's the Virgin Mary statue, Virgin which Mary. is like about 10 steps up. I think I was like, I'm cold. <laughs> I need air. Um, no, that was nice. That was nice was to nice. finally get out we there. We had a little pint as well, didn't we? We had a pint in No, uh, we didn't. Where did we, we go, go into, there was like a little a pub at the bottom. And I think you were like, oh, they do amazing, like, seafood chowder. Oh, I went see, in, yeah, that's what, yeah. And we asked, and they were like, no. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So I go, my mate's here now from Dublin. Like, he hasn't been here before. Can we get a bowl of that seafood chowder? Like, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> Don't embarrass me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we are coming maybe halfway towards Leenan here. And the scenery is amazing. We're coming up to a mountain here. And it's just nearly covered by the fog. But it's, it's very daunting. It's a daunting little... Little uh, mountain, but so Gary, obviously on the podcast I talk about serials and cartoons. Something that I think, especially cartoons, I think it's a, a big part of our uh, friendship. Has always yeah. been based around cartoons. Yeah. We kind of grew, grew up obviously with the same cartoons uh, and things like that. What is your number one as a child? What was your number one? Your go-to number one go-to? It probably would have to be the turtles. Teenage Mutant yeah. Turtles. I think and that was every kid's favorite. I time. think so. I think it was just one of those phenomenons that. 
like it, it burst onto the scene it was like completely different you know to anything that had ever been done like who like what what were uh what are their names Laird and Peter Laird and oh and Kevin uh, Kevin Eastman, Eastman. like yeah. they have to be smoking some type of crazy juju 100% that, like, 100% they must have been eating some Bosley <laughs> yeah turtle soup um like obviously the whole thing with Turtles was it started off as a comic obviously and it was very dark and spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't read the original comic Shredder dies in issue one because yeah. they didn't intend for anything to happen after that like it was like this is a, a joke a joke yeah. kind of thing we're going to put it out we really wanted it it kind of heavily ripped off Daredevil and the whole way so in Daredevil it's the the hand is the kind of the name of the ninja organisation in uh, Turtles obviously the full uh, same with Splinter in Daredevil, like the mentor is fucking stick. So there was a lot of like literally Robin from uh, that side of things, and and obviously now it's gone on to span like and like and this is one of, and I think this is why it still is one of my favorites. It's come back so many times uh, in new yeah, ways. It has re yeah. like it's you know reinvented itself. There's been the movies. You know, obviously live action movies that we had back in the 90s. I always thought animation was the way to go though. It's the only way that worked for it. The yeah. Like the first live action one, the 1991, yeah. was brilliant. It was very yeah. good, but every one after that, like even the Michael Bay ones with the computer generated ones, like they're good if you want a bit of boom boom, pow pow, <laughs> but like they're, they're, even the turtles don't look great. No, they're they not great movies. And then Megan Fox, as April O'Neil, yeah, she's hot, whatever, but she's not a great actress. She's not an April O'Neil. Give me a ginger in a jumpsuit. A ginger in a little yellow banana jumpsuit. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, April O'Neil, a little frizzy head. When you were younger, did you want to... Was April O'Neil one of those, the first the early boners? <laughs> early learning boners. Yeah, the early learning boners. Uh, yeah, she was... Yeah. Do you know what, though? This is going to sound... And this is probably, like, the worst start I could make as a guest on this podcast, but... <laughs> do you know who I thought was hot when I was younger? Ew. You know the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon? <laughs> you know like there was a girl in that and like she was like a fox or something? No, not a fox. She's was a cat, she... Amy, is it? No, but she had like, she was like a brown colour and like real slicked back hair. She had really nice eyes. Knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit of a crush on her, which is which is really weird, I know. Oh, there was plenty of... <laughs> Maybe just edit that part, the whole part out. <laughs> oh no, that's staying in. Um, well, I think that like think about it. There's plenty of animals out there that are like cartoon animals, cartoon animals that had a lot of sex appeal. Sure, they had to fucking get rid of all the sex appeal out of Lola Bunny for the new Space Jam. Yeah, they did say that. Yeah, you know? uh, well, yeah, but that's the way it is now. PC boy, PC boy. But um, I think as well, like you see nowadays as well, like everything obviously it's there, it's on demand. We haven't got that. And I know I spoke about this before on the podcast. You know, if we missed an episode, that was it. Like, we weren't seeing that episode. Like, you know, yeah. and even like reruns and things weren't really a thing until we got a bit older as well. You know, like, if if you missed an episode, <coughs> excuse me, on the Monday, like next week's episode was going to be a new episode or, you know, it wouldn't be replayed. Maybe on a Saturday morning, you might get lucky on some station, you know. I think and I know. That's just literally where we are right now. Is basically to set set like, the tone, set the setting, set the setting. And, uh, like it looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, Gary, that right there with the it's a, a different level of 
Like I am waiting to just see a whole army of riders of Rohan come over to the thing and just start chasing us. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. And it's very, it's almost hard to to um, to take it all in. Like it's just yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing. Highly recommend exploring the country. Just even for the drive from yeah Castlebar to here. Lean on. This isn't even lean. We've another like twenty minutes, half an hour drive. I'd we're say. We're, yeah, we're we're getting close. It's uh, do you ever think you would? You'd like do kind of a like a survivalist thing, Gary? Like you know, out in somewhere like this. I'd give it a go, but I'd say after like <laughs> ten minutes, you'd find some shop and you'd be selling. Like. Yeah, I th- I think that's the problem out is like everything is too handy and even like that go like with stuff being on demand now for kids. Like you know. And even for us as adults, you know, you can watch a whole season of something all at once, like where I think the days of having to wait and that anticipation are long gone. Yeah. Um, but as I think as well with toys, like we had to wait a very long time to get Turtles toys and we never even got them all over here, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like and they was, were like pretty expensive. I think I remember asking my mum and dad for things. They were like, oh yeah, you can have it, but you have to wait like about two years from now. <laughs> yeah. I know, like it was, it was always like a very big build up and I, I know with my son, I am very much, I say it's, I'm, I'm encouraging him, you know, with something he's interested in, but at the same time I'm kind of like, is that, he's kind of like, uh, he was into dinosaurs, he still is into dinosaurs, and like, he got like a load of like Jurassic Park stuff, but was like, they're the Jurassic Park toys I would have wanted. So yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, you're not playing with that? Okay, yeah. and I'll display it then in my office. The like, quality of toys has definitely it's been massively, raised. The level's been raised. And I know, and again, it's something I, like I have mentioned. I've started like a little collection of the uh, Black Series um, Star Wars figures, yeah. which are really nice and like affordable enough, like about 25 to 30 euro kind of thing. But again, like we didn't have that. We didn't have the articulation on, you know, on figures. We didn't have... You couldn't pose figures, you know. It was, yeah, it was arms went up and down. Like, working um, in a vertical up and down. It was... Yeah, and that's it. It was very much... That's it. Like, it's not a... It's not... You can't, you know... Have them posed that they're about to, like, draw their weapons. You can't have them posed. That, yeah. Like, it was literally... You'd be lucky if they actually stood. Yeah, I think, like, you know... Like, the standard for... Most toys now is like what fifty points of articulation yeah. or something. And, then, like and fingers moving, knuckles and everything. Like even uh, last year, I got Jack a little like uh, a Mandalorian figure, and it was like the ones I suppose we like the style we would have had from Star Wars. Like, but the thing like its elbows bent, his knees, but like he was it was basically a shrunken down like Black Series figure, and um, like absolutely like you know really good and everything, and it's great, but it's a very time before like full on genitalia. Yeah, I'm telling you. Well, I always wondered that with the uh, the hot toys. Hot toys, yeah. Do you think? I don't know. Cause that would get a bit weird. I don't know. <laughs> I say no. I say like obviously they don't. They don't have them. The hot toys, but I say you have people freaks. who buy. Yeah, freaks. not freaks. No, that's wrong. You have people who buy them and would add on little special bits, <laughs> little modifications. And there's definitely people with a fetish there who would buy hot toys and they model them in certain ways for yeah. their own pleasure. I'd say. And hey, look, hey, look, yeah, each on their own. Different folks, different strokes. <laughs> Am I right? Carrie's doing the, uh, doing the symbol for her masturbation there, folks. <laughs> but, um, serial wise, Gary, what's your nowadays, what's your go? Oh, sorry, no, wait, nowadays, what's one of your top cartoons of recent years? Top cartoons? Yeah. Right. 
Well, if I had to pick one right now, and then I'll go back for the last one. But right now, it would probably be like, did it have to be child children's cartoons? Yeah, it could or? be anything. Yeah, I think Rick and Morty is the best cartoon going. At the yeah, end. that's definitely. my opinion. I think it's animation-wise, yeah, humor, yeah, everything. It's the just writing perfect. Of it. That it's it's always fresh. But the one there's actually a program I discovered, uh, cartoon I discovered lately. We um, me Jenny and my son Ollie. We went to uh, visit some friends in Kilkenny, Ed, Keeve, and their son, uh, Oshin. And we were just chilling out in the playroom, just letting the lads play or whatever. And Keeve and Ed put on a, a cartoon called Bluey. Oh, Bluey, yeah. Yeah, and it's absolutely hilarious. It's really good, isn't it? Yeah. It's really, even the an- I love the animation. And yeah. uh, I think like the humour is really funny, but what makes it that like a little bit funnier is like they have Australian accents. Yeah. And it, I even think the kids, uh, the child voice actors, are really good too. It is, I'd say it is one of those kid shows that I will watch happily. Um, Jack's not a big fan of it, but I, I, there's times I'd put it on and watch it myself. <laughs> yeah, I'd happily um, watch it on my own. And then cereal-wise, what's your, what was your go-to cereal when you were go, younger? Go-to cereal... Um, Let me guess. Okay, we have three guesses, but I don't okay. think you're going to get it. Sugar Puffs. Oh, um, honey nut loops. He's close. Oh, wheels. No. Ah, oh, I see. I went to the hoop thing there. I stuck to it too close. Yeah. What, what was your go-to honey nut cornflakes? Oh, crunchy really? Crunchy nut cornflakes. That's that's my number one even now. But back in the day, it was. I suppose it was a close one between the crunchy nut cornflakes and. But only my mum. Like I only had to get my mum to make it was ready break. Oh yeah, I do like up till like the ages of eighteen or nineteen, I'd come down on a Saturday morning, and I was like, "Do you want a cup of tea?" He's like, "Yeah, but can you also just stick me? Can you make me some ready break?" He's like, "There is none. Go and fucking get it then, will you?" (laughs) (laughs) I want a big boy bowl as well. (laughs) Blow it for me. It's too hot. But like yeah, and I had to have like the right amount of sugar in it as well. Yeah. So like too much sugar, I take it back. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'd be like little Goldilocks in the corner, put a big Taste boy it. in his big pants, <laughs> taste it to make sure it's okay. I do, I, I still enjoy Ready Break to this day. It's one of those, yeah. I always think the old reliable though, like, um, a not too sweet, not too addictive cereal, but a very reliable cereal is uh, Shreddies. Yeah, Shreddies are when you get the staple. Yeah, when you get them, that nice malty flavour to feel soft and. Now, like, what, didn't you do something? Oh, no, that was the shredded wheat that never falls apart. No, so, or, on this, uh, the episode that you are listening to of Saturday Serial, this is the Shreddies episode, the infamous Shreddies episode. So, um, you obviously, you have gotten this far in the podcast, so I'm assuming you've listened to the start of the, this podcast. Um, I'm trying the three variations of Shreddies. Now, there actually is more variations, but I'm going with the three kind of most... Known to me in any way, which original shreddies, frosted and chocolate, they all claim on the box never gets soggy. That's just like the worst claim. It's a lie. On a cereal. Why do that? I mean, that's literally like to say, like, you know, maybe say, oh, doesn't get soggy straight away. Okay. Never get soggy clearly implies if I leave that in a bowl of milk for three weeks, it ain't gonna get soggy. <laughs> so it become absolutely rancid. It, will, it, will, it won't get soggy. <laughs> and leave it in milk for three weeks, out in the sun. Let's see what happens. No, so I think it is absolutely just oh, there. Oh. So we are approaching our destination. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. So there's a massive like 
this be a lock, do you think? Or is it a this, lake? What's the difference actually between yeah, a lake and a lock? Yeah, I think it's like lock, uh, just a Scottish way of saying lake. Oh, maybe it is. Like Lake Ness, it's not Lake Ness, there. the Lake Ness monster. <laughs> yeah, it's lock. That lock. sounds, you're saying Lake Ness, it almost sounds like you're trying to do a Scottish accent. <laughs> lake Ness monster. <laughs> Um, Such a shit Scottish <laughs> But Yeah Well there's some good cereals Yeah we, Well Like I found uh, The crunch you know I think, love when it's Like you first get the, the has to be Ice cold milk mm. And when you pour that on And like I'd have a few of, You get the first Three or four scoops And it's So good and crunchy And really cold milk then like you get to like six, seventh, and they start to sog up a bit. Yeah. And the milk's starting to absorb the sweetness. I I kind of like it at the start, but then it gets a little bit yucker. Yeah. Yeah. Parking up to just take in this. We've got a view. We're gonna attach some photos, I'm sure. Yeah, we will. We'll throw some photographs up. Um. It's absolutely amazing here, folks. It's just. Just getting a little bit dark now, but the fog yeah. is really setting the scene. It's, it's like, see, and it, these are things like these are the times when I like if if I was to get very drunk out here, I'd be like, oh come on lads, let's go on an adventure, and I'd run up a mountain like and get halfway and be like, <laughs> run Fuck. up a mountain. <laughs> so it's uh, no, it, it's absolutely gorgeous here. It's a nice like little village. Would you call it a village, a town? Uh, this would be a village. A village. It's nice, very nice, peaceful kind of looking. Um, the bar, so the bar that it's called the Field Bar because of the movie The Field. Yeah, it was filmed. Uh, it was in filmed this area. in this area, and absolutely, like, genuinely, if you can get out here, get out here. Like I said, there will be to be pictures up on the old Instagram page. Um, so <coughs> oh, do. I also want to apologise in advance. You might hear a good bit of coughing, snorting, mm -hmm. or whatever. Cause He's got the vid. I might be riddled with it, but <sighs> we'll just never know, will we? Um, have you had it? Had it? Uh, no. Oh, I'm stronger than you. Oh, you're a very strong boy. Um, yeah, it's nice and I'm peaceful here. We're gonna go. We're gonna be heading out tonight, trying a couple of pintinis. Yeah, we'll be hoping um, to go a little covert. Yeah. So the microphone bond. that I'm using, I'm using a brand new microphone. It's one of the little old TV microphones. I, I'd call it. You know, the little clip-on mics, folks, yeah. for for use out there that uh, obviously can't see. I'm hoping um, we can. Get away with it in the pub and no questions will be asked. Be nice I... to catch capture our conversations. Yeah. Within the oh, pub atmosphere. That was all recording. <laughs> no, it was. Be better fucking recorded. Um, <laughs> if you were just getting this bit. No, yeah, we are gonna go in the old covert jobby, um, because well, they could be fine without it. I don't know. Like, I'm not gonna say anything. Anyway. No, we're not gonna say anything. We're gonna. Stay silent on it. Um, I know. Will we try these? Uh, there's a local shop down here. Yes, yeah, so we're going to uh, do a little, a little bit different. So to down, what down in do. the west, there's shops called uh, Carboil, and they're really, really good. They have their own carb deli. I, we, I had some uh, chicken wings on the drive. What did yeah. you have? That you had uh, like salt and chili chicken. Oh, or something like that. yeah. Really nice. nice. Put it on with a bit of sauce, but so, so they have their own. Um, Christmas sandwich you went, range you went with the turkey slammer, did you? Well, turkey slammer, I think, is... Is, is that it, gravy, it? though? That's what... I don't know. I'm going to... So, a little smell test So, first. Gary got a, a turkey slammer. I got the festive feast. The time of year it is. Um, and we're going to give them a little... 
See what they like. Is that white bread? I prefer a bit of brown. Are you, are you just saying that? <laughs> Trying to be diverse. <laughs> so before I take a bite, I'm gonna just mm, open right. up and see what's inside. So open up the bread flaps. I've got the uh, the festive feasts on mine. Um, like what is that? There's a bit of rocket on mine now. I don't. Oh, there's fucking like currants and sultanas. Oh. I don't know if I can eat this. Gary got fucking shammed. I'll take a few bites. The turkey looks nice the on the other end. What have we got on the other side? I've got there's turkey on mine. Rice? Oh no. What, what is, is that? that? It looks like stuffing, but like. Is that? Oh, it's crispy onions, is it? How is this a, a Christmas treat of a sandwich? <laughs> like the only thing crispy on this is <laughs> the turkey. The turkey. Right. right, let's take the bite and just see how it goes down. Chin chin, folks. Mm. Mm. Um, like it's first bite. What are you? What are you saying? Sweet. Um, a little bit savory. Nice meatiness to the turkey. Looks like a good chunk of turkey, does. Oh yeah, that's what I love about the sandwiches in Carb Deli. They always take good sandwiches. <laughs> this is not a sponsored <laughs> podcast. Um, mine is, yeah, it's good. It's got all the things I'd expect from a Christmas sandwich. But there's like a couple of rocket leaves on there. I, I, I don't mind rocket. It's not, I have nothing against it. But I just don't think it, it belongs here. It's kind of taken away from the taste. Well, I'm like a second bite in now. And the tur curry? turkey, as you know, is a more of a drier meat. Mm. It's um, staying nice and moist. What is your favourite part of Christmas dinner? Hands down. Hands down. Stuffing. 100%. Would you like, if that's all there was for your Christmas dinner, you'd be I, happy? I used to ask for a bowl on the side just and eat it separate. <laughs> no, but I might. More I might, stuffing. Can, <laughs> more stuffing for the fat boy. <laughs> I used to like pour little bits of gravy into <laughs> spoons of gravy and stuffing out of a bowl, like a bowl of cereal. It's <laughs> a bowl of stuffing. Stuffing those. Oh, I, I, yeah, I've had a bit of a bite there and I squished down on like a sultana slash raisin mm. and the juice kind of squirted oh. and I don't like that sensation. No, that's, see, that's what put me off uh, tomatoes for a long time, was that the sensation of... If I'm having a tomato on a sandwich or something like that, I always have to, I'll keep the, I suppose you can call it the meaty part of a tomato mm -hmm. and get rid of the juicy, pip, yeah. fleshy bits. That's <laughs> what I do. No, I've never, like, especially like cherry tomatoes, that whole popping sensation when you bite on it. No, 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 thank you. Like eating an old eel's eyeball. Jesus. Um, I mean, Gary has appeared on, on other uh, podcasts. You've appeared on. We've only ever done one. Appeared on an episode of Normal Nonsense, yeah, that's right. No. Don't appear on more than that. I did. I think I've done. Episode I might 20, have done one it? with you. On your own, and then I think don't did one with you and Damo. I can't remember. Um, just thinking in the back of my head there. <laughs> I hope they let us into the hotel. There's no reason why they wouldn't. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. It's like oh, there's been some mistake with your. Imagine. <laughs> we can sleep out here. I definitely. We've it's nice and warm in the car. Nice and warm. We're sleeping in the same room tonight, by the way. No, I did book separate beds. No offense. Ah. <laughs> But if it's twin, hey. whatever, double. No, twin would be two beds. Two beds. Double, I'm all right with that. You know, 10 Guinness in. Hey. The farts will be warm alone. <laughs> um, yeah, I 
stuff like that. You didn't strike me as a stuffing person, Gary. Oh, man. In all these years I've known you, anything that's stuffed. <laughs> I don't mind it. <laughs> I have completed my first uh, sandwich. I would rate it on a rating, on a scale. We know what I'm like with scales on this fucking show, and anyway. Is it one to seven this one, week? On a scale of one to 1.5. No, <laughs> on the sandwich scale, I'll go. I'll go one to five. I think it's better that way. I this could have been a five out of five. <clears throat> so it is a five. Okay. Could have been, if not for the rocket. Oh. The rocket, really? unfortunately, would bring it down. I'm going to have to drop it all the way to a, a four. Okay. I'll give mine the first half of the sandwich. Uh, I'm just hungry now, that's all I want to eat it for. <laughs> I'm feeling like a... So it's out of five? Oh, five. A 2.5. So 2.5? Yeah. Oh wait, so you're going to give it another... Uh, we'll see, yeah. I could add a okay. point five, that's a good idea. A point two or three. Like so we're about on our, our second um, half now. Now, one thing I will say, and this is fine, whatever, but... This might have been in the shop for... Since this morning. <coughs> Apologies. For the... Yeah, a good portion of the day. Made this morning fresh. Um, sometimes you get the tips mm. of the sandwich and they're like a little bit crusty, i.e. stale. Yeah. Which, that kind of turns me off sometimes. But, what are you going to do? Are they, are they like that now? Well, <laughs> No. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm still wrapping my head around this, this stuffing. Have you got a, you know, the way you can get like a sage and parsley and sage, isn't it? And rosemary and thyme. Have you got a favourite type of stuffing? Homemade it's just stuffing? my mum's homemade stuffing. Oh. She actually gets like, actually there's one for you. When the bread is about stuff stale, she yep. uh, blends, blends it up, up and mixes all the onion and uh, mixed uh, herbs through and all that type of thing. Mm. Oh yeah, can't beat your own mother's stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Um, myself and Gary, obviously, as well. We had a very successful music career together. <laughs> yeah. We did say this is probably going to come up, and it will definitely come up over the night again. But um, reached number three in Ecuador. <laughs> You're massive in Ecuador. We uh, we were we are still we're a tropical voice. Um, we started tropical voice as like. Well, my recollection of starting Tropical Voice was more out of annoyance because Damo, who I do normal nonsense with, obviously also known as Damo Ducky from back in the day. <clears throat> There's a whole big thing as well about the whole Damo Ducky name. I claim I came up with a Damo claimed a child in Spain gave it to him. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And like, and I remember getting real annoyed. The Damo Ducky story, like with the name thing, I remember getting real annoyed at Damo because of that because the first day I met Damo. I put him into my phone as Demo Ducky. There was no reason, like, to do it. I think it was, like, in my own head, I was, I was like, thinking of Donald Duck. And I was like, yeah. ah, Demo, Demo Duck. I don't think that was me in my own head. And then it was only years later, someone said it while I was there. And I was about to tell the whole story. And then was like, ah, oh, this young fella out in, when I was in Spain, said, ah, oh, Demo Ducky. And it just stuck. And I was like, that's not what happened. kept farting or something. Why would it put the ducks fart? Not a lot, like. Oh, apparently when he farts out, you sound like a duck. <laughs> An old sound effect. But, um, myself and Gary were the two. 
we were pulling the strings behind the scenes of Dan Wadukey, like, yeah. we wrote all the stuff, we wrote, produced, directed, everything, like, all the setups, that was us, cameraman. Yeah, literally everything. Remember the time we done the fucking, and it was the first appearance of Tropical Vice when we done the, uh, the fire safety notice at the start of one of the videos. I think it was, like, a Ducky Poem uh, video. Um, we done the whole thing of, Safe. We had like over a hundred tea lights lighting in his kitchen. <laughs> that, that was pretty warm. And like you could only probably see about ten of them, I think, on the video. But um Yeah, we were kind of had spoke about doing like our own kind of thing. It was never gonna be really a musical thing, I don't mm. think. It was kind of just we were going to do our own like little sketches and everything. And then just somehow it slowly snowballed into Tropical Vice. Yeah. Um I think our first few were like Covers or just miming to songs, mm. and then we were just like, "Yeah, let's let's just write our own stuff using <laughs> stolen beats, <laughs> stolen beats online." So we used to like, I used to go into um, SoundCloud, I think it is, and like there'd be obviously people would put up beats for free, but like, but they talk over them. But we still kept that in our songs. There was actually just one song, I think maybe on our last album. Where there was a whole fucking chorus in it, and like I made it out that this was like someone featuring on the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was it? So name? was it like fucking? I think it was Jizzy B or something like something that. Something weird. As <laughs> like this is the property of Jav Town Records. <laughs> yeah. Like it was all that kind of stuff. It was like <laughs> big daddy beat. That's right. It's our property. You got that. <laughs> Take him to the chorus. <laughs> but we um. Either we had three albums. We had three cups of tea in the making was our first one. I can't even remember all that. We had we had a Christmas album. We had a Christmas album under the no kissing. What was it? Messing under the messing mistletoe. under the mistletoe. <laughs> and then we had Welcome to Hagophilicus. That was a good one. I think that was it. Yeah. And then we went on a hiatus. We went on a hiatus for a while. <coughs> Excuse me. We still have a massive like not a massive following. That's a lie. We do oh, still many, have many people. followers do we have on our Facebook page that we never go on? God only know. Remember when we went to see Prince and something weird happens and like the numbers just spiked? And, like, oh, you brought like, like the Tropical Vice business cards and you were like, I'm just gonna. Wasn't there like people in front of us at Prince and <laughs> they had backpacks and we were just putting it in their backpacks? But that didn't get us like what, nearly 10,000 followers but that came like, up on the page. We went onto the page when, on the way home or something from the Prince concert. And like that, I had like you've got 10,000 followers, and we were like, Oh my god, like the cards worked! But then it turned out it was like something wrong with Facebook, and we actually still only had our 10 um followers. But I obviously I always enjoyed doing uh that. We do talk from time to time about like a, a proper reunion, yeah. Um, you never know, I think it might still happen, could do take that, don't it? Twice, true. So I mean yeah, we'll, we'll see We've still got a bit of Pinting to do D and The night is young The night is young I think we're going to pull off Oh, oh? <laughs> We're going to pull off to the hotel <laughs> How dare you <laughs> But So Gary We'll wrap this little bit up now In a minute folks And you can jump back uh, To present day John but uh, Gary, sandwich, two slices or two halves now, fully two. gone. Yeah. Final, yeah. final score. Uh, a tree, tree. A tree for the turkey slammer, for the festive feast, it actually drops a little bit more. Like, whoa, a little black cat. Is that not? It's not really bad luck, isn't it? I think so. But he didn't pass us. 
Oh, Jen, fucking bush almost fucking <laughs> killed her. Fucking hell. What's the big scam Well, a black cat just ran across us, folks, so we may just uh, end, end things there. We'll be back shortly, Gary. Thank you so much for joining me on this little... Well, thank me, you yeah. for driving. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in a little while, folks. Good luck. Now on route, you've joined us. On route, the fucking moon looks insane. Oh no, I can feel the change happening. So yeah, so we are now walking down the road. It's pretty dark. Well, it's very dark. Moon's giving us a nice bit of light here. But it's still early enough, like early, early-ish, and anyway, how was it? Maybe half five. About that, I'd say. Bit of a walk. It's even closer when we drove past it, but. No, very nice. Nice night for a walk even, you know. Um, Looking forward to the first points of the evening. I, I I can't wait just to get that nice, the little slug in. Yeah, I um, really, I somehow doubt we're going to get like a fireside point, uh, but a man you know, can dream. We're actually probably going to have to stop recording before we go in and unplug. Like if we, they look for a COVID cert. That's like too fucking. Oh yeah, wild. we'll do that. We'll do that. So we can start up again. We seem like we're fucking coppers. <laughs> um, actually, the moon does look insane. It like it's it's so nice here. It's so eerie though as well. Like, but oh, if there wasn't that, as many houses, I would be just like, I'm just going to drive to the pub. Oh wait, no way. Edit all that stuff out. Um, no, but it is one of those places that's real. Like if you were walking, even now, and like you heard like a little branch cracking over there. Scared through the bushes. Are you, do you believe in paranormal things? Are you, are you? No, I think it's a load of a bullshit. So, I'm, as you know, I'm very much a very big enthusiast. Enthusiast, sorry. Oh, of, I know you are. Of, yeah. uh, <laughs> I know, I know. Of, uh, of like the, what are they called? Idiot. Uh, cry- cryptid. <laughs> Like some Bigfoot things like that. Believe in those lads. No, you don't. I do. I'm you very do you much... honestly think there's a Bigfoot out there? There has to be. And a Nessie. To look at just where we are right now, I'm, pl- I'm sure there's plenty of space right here that no no man's foot has ever touched. So did you think in medieval times there were dragons? Possibly. We ran around, Gary. <laughs> there's pictures. They drew pictures. But like when you hear like the stories of like people, I know a lot of times they're like they're hillbillies or whatever, say, oh, I found this in the sky. But like he brought me up and put it in my hair. <laughs> I think there has to be some level of truth to them in some way, you know. No, it's people just thinking they saw things, of, like ramblings of a mad cuts. I don't know. I think there's so more. Like, I told you about the story. Like, oh, doesn't believe, but he's going to tell me a story now. No, like he's doing a job in uh, a town in Mayo called Ballina. Yeah. And was installing for an elderly couple. Okay. And put in the fibre broadband, the super fast fibre broadband. And, um, this is one big ad, this, this recording is. <laughs> but um, so basically, I had to pull a cable in from a manhole outside yeah. through underground ducting into their house. Okay. And I was working at the manhole, and some woman just walking by with a bag of shopping, which regular, looking, normal looking woman. <laughs> and uh, I said, What's that you're doing there? I was like, <laughs> I'm just uh, putting some broadband in for your neighbours there. She goes, um, that's not that 5G, is it? Like, um, no, it's like fibre broadband. Like, it's 5G comes off a mast or whatever. Get the fuck from outside of my house. It's like, I'm calling, I'm calling my gang here. 
my god so long story short she was screaming at me in front of all the neighbors and said she was getting her gang down to How old is this take woman? care of me like 40 45 well she's got a gang yeah um, <laughs> but all the neighbors so she went down and knocked into the elderly couple i was doing the job for yeah. and told them what i was giving them cancer oh my god really yeah that's crazy. Yeah, and they, the elderly couple, believed it. And then, <laughs> and they were like, "Are you giving us cancer? I've just, I've just uh, been in hospital to get an operation." I was like, so stop, stop believing this mad woman. This is a mad fucking, fucking woman. Oh um, my god! So in the end, a neighbour heard all this fracas. I said to your woman, I was like laughing at her and everything. And uh, yeah, she goes, "I'll get my posse down here. We'll get rid of you." So in the end, <laughs> in the end, she called the the uh, head of the residence association, oh. the thing we were talking about earlier, yeah. and um, he was just a postman. <laughs> and he came, and he was like, um, "What's what seems to be the problem here?" I was like, "You're not a gardener. What's what's your what's your problem?" He's like, uh, "Oh, she said there's uh, something going on here." I was like, "I'm putting broadband in for these people, and I have to access a manhole where the." The distribution point is, it's like, uh, you, you're one this mad bitch thinks I'm giving them cancer. And he goes, well, are you? Like, yeah, here, here's some for you as well. Dishing out the cancer. But like she was a real like anti- Everything like- She thinks like we're all being infected and brainwashed by 5G signals. And like I've heard things about it. Like it's, if you stood in front on a, on a 5G mask, you'd be like fried yeah. or something. I don't know. But uh, but surely you could say the same about any mast. Well, kind of, yeah. But yeah, just one of these conspiracy theorists. Is there any conspiracy theories that you feel are some truth to them? Uh, but like, what about like secret organisations? I'm sure there is. And they pull the old strings. Yeah, I'm sure there is, but I don't know who and which ones. But I always like to uh, have been interested in conspiracy theories about 9-11 oh stuff really? like that not that I just think it was terrorists <laughs> terrorists who just actually flew into the building this is the man who just said war, I'm crazy for believing in Bigfoot now <laughs> but you know watching documentaries down through the years you're just like oh that's an interesting take oh that's interesting wasn't there that Irish comedian went on a bit he was mad into it Andrew Maxwell was he? yeah I'm pretty sure there's a whole thing might be in the TV show folks but uh, I'm pretty sure he did he went on to some show and was going on all about it. Could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty, pretty certain that he, he did do that. And he was totally like that was all a big conspiracy and and all the rest. We are uh, sure it was rummy. <laughs> we're approaching the uh, the pub now, so maybe we might pause the recording here. Very nice. All right, let me pull out the phone. I feel better as we were saying on the way down. So. Um, Maybe I should actually look at you instead of like looking at it. Oh, well. <laughs> no, so continuing on, we've been, sorry, two, two points in there, Two points, well, one and a fifth. One and a fifth. But, uh, Just going to give it a glug as we speak. Nice glug, glug action. Nice bit of, um, ah, as I, hope the, uh, I hope you heard that one. As the, down the trope. The, as the Guinness guru would say, a nice bit of uh, domage on them. We were watching his videos. Um, Guinness Guru. The Guinness Guru. So he's basically a fellow who goes around 
Those seems to be Dublin anyway. Though, it seems to be Dublin. I tried to search to see if he did anywhere down my way. There's a few other, like he, I think it's like Galway. Oh, he did actually do Galway, there was a Galway, I wonder if. He did go, but he looks like the guy that would just go into the, 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 the high street pubs. Yeah. Wouldn't look at um, these like little hidden treasures like this place. This is. Calling you out. This is definitely, yeah. <laughs> This is definitely a nice little hit, hidden treasure, definitely. The first time that we came here, we came on a drive, we just had one point. Just had one point and it was busy enough. Took in the views, like we were saying earlier, wearing our paddy caps. Uh, paddy caps, actually, I think I have, uh, I might have them in the bag. Yeah, I think I do. Oh, I was supposed to be like in a bag here. <laughs> it's a little shopping bag. Long. Don't mind us. <laughs> um, but that's where we are currently, where we're situated is beside a fire. A and proper just, like open fire. Yeah. It's actually like um, I think they made seats. It was a seat fire with little cushions on them, and they look like they're in the range where you would actually be burnt alive. <laughs> it's just like drinking alcohol as well. Flick out or some little. Uh, I just have this little shot of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I was going to ask you when you're in a place like this, it's. Kind of isolated, but kind of somewhat isolated. Very small area, like. Oh yeah, it just seems like even. I don't. I think it might be even the type of place that, like, it's not even open on weekdays because they probably just can't get the business. Can't get the business. Like, yeah. I'd say most of the businesses, people pass it through on their way to through Connemara. Well, like, like we were just there, like, like the, you know, there was. Uh, like a group of kind of people there who I'd say were locals like lads finished the, the day on the fields and they had the oh, fields job there. Yeah. finishing the day on the fields <laughs> from reaping their, their what was that, sowing their crops reaping their crops <laughs> reaping their crops um, but yeah it's just a, it's a nice chilled atmosphere I have to say that's nice to think but what I was going to say is an, an area like this let's say we're sitting here and call goes out on the TV emergency warning countries locked down like proper lockdown like you literally have to stay you're where staying. you are as of this moment yeah do you think you'd no, no, you so could, happy. we could oh, if it was like you have to stay literally <laughs> so where you are early. but like do you think you would would it be a case of right I'm gonna try make it back you know to like oh look we're closing like basically there'd be a a divide between every county, like you can't leave your county kind of a thing. The county you're in in the, the moment. The county you're in in the moment. Would you oh, go right and have a chance that you've got? Because I think this pub is actually a, a general store as well. Oh, well then. It's got everything like it's you want. It's that old. Like, it's, like there's some pubs that are, I think there's a pub in Dingle that's oh. like one side, so you walk through the pub, and one side is the bar, and the right-hand counter is like a hardware. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I was in a, in Roscommon, and it's not a bar now, but it was um, a sports shop, and then the other half of it was at a funeral home. <laughs> like, literally, you'd be yeah, looking at the football boots, and then you're looking at the caskets. Well, Rockies is the same thing. And you know oh, that yeah, pub I pointed yeah. out to you earlier, uh, yeah. Cody's. So yeah. So that's a business to be in, always going to be dead people. That's it. Saying that they're and as well, in. You always, when you have the, the aspirin of the funeral, where do you go? Straight. <laughs> so they tell the tapes, they're going to be like, I think I know what place. <laughs> they, they promote it. So you're getting the coffin, and we'll give you the function room for 20% off. <laughs> Thumbs up from the corpse. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, it's a good business to be in, I suppose. Oh so yeah, today me and John were nearly caught in a 
funeral march? Yeah, Jesus. So what's it called? I think. It would be a funeral march. Death march, huh? No, it's not a death march. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, just out having a just had a nice breakfast. Yeah. And we were having a post-breakfast walk and chatting, yes. walking off those calories. Uh, and then down through the, the streets came a, a, the, the, the slow the, march. The march? Well, they almost caught up with us. Like, yeah, we, we weren't walking we really up front slow. I thought we were walking, like, I thought we were seeing it, we started walking a bit faster. So we had to take a bit of a, a detour, but then it turned out they were going down the street. We went down as well. <laughs> so, but whoever that was, may they yeah, rest in peace. Um, we're having this Guinness for you. For you, whoever you were. Um, no, I, I think, uh, do you think you'd fare well in an apocalypse situation? Like proper apocalypse, like well, shit's running out. Like I reckon if I was a little bit fitter, I would do well. Like, I wouldn't be able to go on those um, you see, supply runs. I, I think people think that, but to be honest, if this is me now, and like say there's a little group of people, I'm gonna look around and be like, whoever's the fittest here is the first person I'm gonna try to kill. Like, because think about it, they're gonna be the ones that can outrun you and stuff. Well, gonna do something to really slow them down. Would you be able to kill someone? In, in that scenario? No, probably not. They'd probably like, talk okay, their way I'll, out I'll of put it. You, I'll put you in the scene, right? Oh, okay. Acting face on. Going back to the supply run. Yeah. Right, they've nominated John's pulled the short straw. Like, oh. right. Big Wizzy used to go out and. Big Wizzy. Used to go out and get our supplies to the, the local pharmacy uh, down the road. Yeah. We need some uh, Lemsips. <laughs> <laughs> Little Johnny's got a cold. We don't want him to die from it. So, you go on the supply run, you get your backpack on, you're. Bow and arrow <laughs> and your axe. Okay. You get to the pharmacy no, and you're searching through and you hear like a little bottle of medicine fall in the background and you look around and it's a 14 year old girl and she has the lemsips that you want. Oh. It's like, please don't. I, my, my baby brother who's only one needs the lemsips. No, she's gone. Oh man. I'd probably find it easier. That sounds awful, but I'd probably find it easier to kill her. Because think about it, how is she going to keep a one-year-old alive? And wait, hang on, you can't give tons to one. can't give them since yeah, she's so silly that she doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if anything, if I let her really heal, technically... If I let her a very stupid girl. <laughs> if I let her leave and give the lemsips to the baby, the baby's going to die. No, it won't. Well, the OD. What are you, some sort of scientist? <laughs> no, I think... Oh... Yeah, I probably would, because I know I could. But would you do it, like, sad, in a sad way? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it'd be like... I need the lips. I'd, I'd be very... Uh, and then after, after you're like, oh, blackberry flavour. <laughs> you throw them on the ground and sleep. Ooh, forget it. I think I'd be very sneaky. I don't think I'd be a person to trust in a situation. You'd be okay, like people like now would be okay. You'd be very like you'd try and be sneaky, but because you're so tall, you hit your head <laughs> off like a light or something. Be like you know, like, like those like stupid like, little grin from trying to like hide behind telephones. Um, no, I, I don't. I think I might be able to. If I had to, if I really had to. Oh, I think I could type, like, so I'd go on the supply run, I'd get the stuff, and then, like, <laughs> next of all, no, next of all, like, 
whatever is the zombies would chase me and I'd be like trying to do parkour or something <laughs> to get out of the building <laughs> break my ankle like, like try and slide through a fence and get stuck in the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that probably would be the way it happened I think like at this point now that is the next kind of thing that should probably happen is a zombie outbreak like you want it to happen not that I want it to happen but I think kind of the way things are going it's like, yeah, that's probably on the cards there. now. Like we've already started naming things Omicron. Omicron. This sounds like a Transformer. <laughs> oh, it's Omicron. Isn't that the planet that the aliens from The Simpsons are from? Omicron, Percy I-8 or something. It might be. I actually think it might be. But, um... I that's think the orgy was in the background. Yeah, right? sorry. Or <laughs> literally, that's how quiet it is. It was very, very quiet. It's very, like a nice... It's a nice quiet, I suppose, as well. Like, it's not that it's... We have to move to another corner. That's the corner behind us now. Over there? No, over there, besides the door. Because we're further from the TV now as well. But we're further from the fire. I suppose it is nice and cosy here. It is very cosy. I hope people can hear me now. Does that look like it's in a good position? Oh, yeah. You see, I think it actually picks it up from your throat. Okay. I think. So they can hear my gloves? I hope so. I hope, imagine they couldn't hear any of this. No, I think they can. Hello. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Like, look at that. Look at those readings. Oh, what happened there? Sorry. Yeah, I think they can still see mine. Um, Ten minutes in, not too bad. Yeah, doing pretty well. Um, I was going to say something else. Christmas related. Favourite Christmas song? Favourite Christmas song? Mm. I'm not a fan of like, like, do you mean like Christmas Carol or like a song you hear on the radio? A song you hear on the radio, like. Um, I don't know, I was driving to work the other morning and like, you're not obviously when you're going home, uh, into work, yeah. you're not in the best of moods. But Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas came on and I was singing along, it was pretty good. Oh, yeah? yeah, I was even trying to hit the high notes, you know, at the very end. Okay, you can see a bar All I want for Christmas is. Oh. Oh no, that's the start of the song. Because <laughs> 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 she's like... She hits those words, breaks all the glass, shatters the glass. <laughs> I think uh, my favourite would have to be... I do like Last Christmas. No, yeah. Well, and the video. Pretty good. Video wise. It's the best Christmas video. Yeah. Or... Um, what's another kind of cheesy one I like? Um, I like Rick, Rick Astley has a Christmas song as well. Really? Yeah. Oh no wait. <coughs> Is it a Christmas time? I know it's based at Christmas time. I can't even check because if I check it knocked the recording off. He's like Oh no, yeah it's not. It's not a Christmas song. I like um came on the other day as well as I was driving home from work and I was coming through like kind of the quiet part of the drive. You come mm. through certain towns that are fairly quiet. Yeah. And a uh, little drummer boy came on. David Bowie? Yeah, David Bowie. Isn't there the, uh, what you call What's it? What's that guy's name? I was going to Rick Astley. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby, yeah. Didn't, it was a Will Ferrell and John C. Riley done a, a parody of that. Oh, that was it, not Ryan Reynolds. Did, oh, no, uh, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds did some type of... Yeah. Um, Trail to who? who? Arsenal. To the Arsenals. Gary is a Leeds United supporter. Yep. Currently losing 3-0. <laughs> yep. Um, how are they doing in the, uh, in the league? 
Whereabouts are they placed at the moment? Uh, so we're in the Premier Division. Oh, they are. They got promoted last season. Um, we so last season was our first season back. We finished ninth. That's pretty good. good. For a yeah, for many teams? Twenty, and we oh. were out of the Premiership for sixteen years. Jesus. Um, we are currently sixteen. That was still early days. <laughs> are you like when it comes to like football? Would you be? Not that you'd watch every match, but would you like follow the results kind of a thing? Oh, like, like, like follow every single match. Like for Leeds proper, or just oh, yeah. in general? Oh no, I'm proper passionate about it. <laughs> Trying to like prove it to be there. No, no, no like, honestly. No, honestly, I like ask Jenny. Like if I watch <laughs> Leeds play and they lose, like I guess upset. Do you? Yeah. Like, but is there matches where you're just kind of like say like? Oh no, well, I don't know. But, Man City. but like, were you? We lost seven were you kind of expecting to lose that match? Yeah, but not in uh, not that a spectacular not in a fashion. Completely obliterated way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've kind of gotten over it now at this stage. <laughs> Gary's just wiping a tear away from his face. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of looking at Liverpool lately. What changed my team? What changed? Changed teams. I'm not really like I've I've a very much a. A fair weather fan. I claim to be a Sunderland supporter. Yeah, you said that all through the years. I do. Like, I, I suppose I not that I, I don't support. I don't follow football. I suppose I kind of. My granddad was a, a Sunderland supporter, and when he passed away, I kind of took it over. I suppose. I um, had a couple of jerseys. <laughs> don't know what that means? Wasn't your isn't your uncle part of? A, he used to be. He was. He was one he's of the, like a medic for the. He was, uh, was like a chauffeur. He was like head of security, and yeah. Oh. And then just with all the changes that have happened lately, uh, he's no longer for uh, Stephen Kenny. He's not, he doesn't. He doesn't. He worked for Trapatoni, Yeah, said he's a very nice man. Worked for. Still, still, still down, isn't he? Yeah. So he uh, was Hope the. So. Um, uh, remember, I think I sent you a thing. He like was the coach of the Vatican City team or something. That's just madness. It's weird. It's weird. It's that mad it, that even like, the Vatican is, a, is, its, is, own, a, like, is its own continent. continent. Own continent, not its own continent. <laughs> <laughs> it's not its own continent. Take that away. Edit that out. Um, it's its own. Yeah, its own country. Has it got its own currency? Someone tell me that before, but I don't know if it's true or not. Well, Italy's you pay euro for things now, in isn't it? prayer. Uh, Italy's euro. Yeah, I think. I don't know. What do you do? You make of the popo pounds? Popo pounds. <laughs> you pay with uh, with rosaries. <laughs> a decade of the rosaries is two fifty. Um, rosary deeds. On sports, well, like I think back to when we were kind of younger, and anyway, we used to always get together for the Ireland matches and stuff like that. Me and you. Yeah, but the hasn't been hasn't been good times lately for the international team. I've always said I love international football. Something about it is something I very I enjoy watching it. Like now, in recent times, haven't enjoyed watching it, but watching it, watching it. Um, what do you make of the the draw for the Nations League? Um, you know? I didn't really follow it. Who are we? Who's We've got uh, Ukraine. Okay, well, that we should. I'd say we're going to draw one match. Wait, is it so? Is there a way? A way home. Yeah. So I'd say we'll draw the home one and lose the away one. Okay, and then we've got Scotland. Uh, we'll win one and lose one. Okay, we've got... And then it's... I think it might be Armenia. Uh, draw and win. Okay, I think that's it. I think that's the group. Right. Let me think. make it through. What's in Scotland? What's the, the Nations League is for what? For nothing. Nothing. It's just a competition kind of that was invented. Yeah. Just yeah. because people were bored with it. 
So instead of friendlies now, this is so what they have. It makes like, just look like someone's got sore to fight for. Well, it's not like you've got a better chance of qualification then or something for... Oh, it, it is actually, yeah, it's something to do with that, yeah. So you still have to right. qualify for it, isn't it? Like, I don't know, I run... Yeah, it's like know. if you don't finish somewhere in nations, you just can't qualify for the next major tournament, which is what Ireland do. They do it anyway, they don't need any... But I, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a fan of Stephen, Stephen Kelly. Everyone's like, you have to give the guy some time and you have to let him build. I don't know, it's just... How long has he been coaching? A year? No. Feels longer. Because That's I know, what they make it feel like. I know the whole thing was, like, Mick McCarthy was going to be the coach until the end of whatever campaign at the time. And he was doing very well, like... And I think it was, you know, everyone knew it was only going to be temporary. Like, Mick McCarthy was going to be leaving, like, you know, he wasn't sticking around. And then they kind of... I don't know, maybe it was because of COVID, they were just like, oh, they've ended it and yeah. Stephen Kenny is taking over now. I know, it's just, he was a, he was a League of Ireland boss, wasn't he? Yeah. People are going to be listening to this being like, these goons, these, they don't, we don't know anything. <laughs> no, I think like, and I think, I don't know, from my understanding, which is very limited folks, so don't, don't quote me, um, I think it was like almost like they made him manager to kind of maybe keep people happy. I know there's always been a big, like, you know, why oh, aren't okay. there more League of Ireland players yeah, playing yeah, on the yeah, national yeah. squad yeah, yeah, and all yeah. this kind of stuff. Um, and it is a fair point. Like, there, you know, there could be very talented lads who maybe just... Overlooked. Yeah, completely overlooked. It's like, oh, well, this fella plays on a premiership team. Or yeah. I don't think any of the Irish would yeah. play on premiership teams at the moment. <coughs> could be completely wrong, but... I'm trying to think now. There's... Who is our squad anymore? <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Maybe one. What's the goalkeeper's name? Bazunu. Bazunu. Gavin Bazunu. Uh, yeah. Um, I think he played for Rovers at some stage. Yeah. Well, I think, I think he's possibly a Championship team, which is just the league, the league below the Premier. Also, I kind of feel. I feel like if, like, but if they're willing to kind of take lads who are playing maybe like that Championship or Division One in England. Surely, maybe Division 1 would balance out to League of Ireland standards? I don't know. Look, I, I honestly, I don't know. I've never been to a League of Ireland match. I've never been to a, a Division 1 or a Championship match. I've never been to a Premiership match, for that matter. But, mm. like, I... Oh, no, wait. No, actually, I have been to a League of Ireland match many years ago. I went to a Bowles Shells match. A big fight broke out. <laughs> so, um, and I went to see Sunderland actually play against Bowles um, as well. <coughs> which was uh, a few... Uh, kind of pre-season friendly matches like when Leeds were playing in Ireland they play a couple of uh, yeah. local teams yeah, maybe we should do that we should try go to a uh, Shamrock Rovers game or something the stadium is in talent and everything so yeah. get Peter to get us in Peter, Peter gets in with him get us a couple of tickets guys I hope uh, this isn't really interfering with the podcast or one is on now just looking at that one was on the end. I think that was a Dublin City Comics that appeared there a minute ago. Looks like Dublin City Comics. Not this again isn't a sponsor for Dublin City Comics or anything, but uh, <laughs> I had to be listening. You want to trolls? Trolls about sponsorship? Um, can we just describe where we are right now to the listeners? Because obviously they can't be here. They can't sell. So it's really small countryside pub. Hmm. Um, it's me and John and another couple in the corner and the barman. And that's it. And literally that is it. And I couldn't be more happier. <laughs> it's such a perfect setting. The only thing that would make it better is if they leave. 
I know you need to have the but I think the then all we're missing is like a kind of an older drunk farmer in the corner like speaking and laughing really loud to himself <laughs> yeah <laughs> or that pub laugh you know you hear it's like ah <laughs> 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 you always hear it what's your favourite Christmas movie? I was going to ask you that earlier. Um, what didn't you? My favourite would be. Um, I, was, I think it might come as a surprise for a lot of people. Okay. But, um, is in Gremlins. No way, really. Yeah. So he's almost the exact same. Is I, really? Yeah. I I was only saying this only a couple weeks ago. That I genuinely think Gremlins is in my top three like movies of all time. Oh, number one Christmas movie. Yeah, I think it's Although it's brilliant. fairly dark when he's like, yeah, like my dad went missing. And then a couple of days later, we started getting a weird smell out of the fireplace. Turned out he climbed up there and got stuck and died. <laughs> yeah, That's like, yeah, he dressed up as Santa. I was like, whoa. No, I just love the, the whole setting of it. And Gremlins 1 or Gremlins 2 with the new I love, I, like, I like both of them. But you're Did you ever very... see that uh, Key and Peele uh, sketch <laughs> for the Gremlins 2? <laughs> My wife Jenny absolutely loves that sketch. It's a... Uh, are you, like, do you class, like, both of them? Have you got, like, a preference over Gremlins 1 or 2? Oh, one. 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 Yeah. You can't beat the original. I've seen that there's an animated prequel coming out. I think it might be on an Netflix. Yeah, and it's going to be, like, where Gizmo came from. I think I you got your wish, John. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did. I think I did, folks. Um, so basically, it looks like the last, the other people here are going to leave. <laughs> You're talking to the wall. I am talking to the wall. <laughs> no, I think uh, Gremlins is, that's, I don't know why that's made me extremely happy. It's like, uh, I almost feel like I'm closer to you now. <laughs> well, you like Gremlins as well. You're very much like me. You like puppets. Like it's a, yeah. it's a film with a puppet in it, you're, yeah. you're back in it like I, I like 100%. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, like... But there's a lot of classic movies with puppets that I haven't seen. Like what? Um, you know, don't kill me, right? I don't think I've seen in full Labyrinth. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's Sorry, we're getting a bit scared uh, here. Uh, <laughs> a bit of a scare. Yeah. Confused with the closing time. <laughs> yeah. Um, you haven't seen Labyrinth start to finish, like? Uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe we should do a little movie review on that. Oh, we should do it, yeah. But there you go, folks. We're going to have Gary back on the show and we're going to have him doing a movie review. And we're going to watch Labyrinth. Yeah. Maybe we might try to get high as well. That'll be an experience. If we can get a little bit of skank. A little bit skunk. A little bit of skunk. Oh, look, guys. One lot leave, but there's another lot in. There's more in there. There's more in another two. It's not too bad, though. They sound like Frenchies. Oh, uh -huh. um, <laughs> I. Who's your favourite puppet of all time? I know this is, for anyone else, this is probably very stop starty, but I suppose me and you haven't sat down in a long time. No, no, we, like, no, So myself and Gary would only see each other obviously occasionally because Gary's in Mayo, I'm in Dublin. And it's mostly obviously if you're up in Dublin, like you come up obviously to see your family and stuff like that. And again, you're coming to see your family and I know your time is limited, obviously. Yeah. And again, then if we do meet up, it's normally we've got our other house with us or we've got our kids with us yeah, and things like yeah. that. So we very rarely get this one-on-one -on -one time anymore folks so 
it's uh, that's why this probably is where we were jumping around from topic to oh, topic. Oh, no, we're just like trying to catch up. What's have you seen this? Have you seen that? <laughs> you seen like, Gremlins? Um, so sorry, what did I say there? Your favorite puppet of all time. Sorry, favorite, favorite puppet. puppet. It's not even like a favorite puppet. It's like I think it's an interesting puppet. Okay. Do you remember like years ago the Muppets used to have like a late like talk show? The Muppet, the, like just the, the Muppet Muppets show. tonight. Oh, Muppets tonight, yeah. And yeah. there was like the presenter, the host of that. He's like a purple coloured kind of thing. Purple coloured. He had like dreadlocks and stuff. Oh, yeah, like a bit like a, a stereotypical Rastafarian. Yeah, but purple. But like, nobody had like an American. He had an American accent. I think he had a Rasta accent. We got a show for you, guaranteed brand new. Well, here come well, the I think it was more tonight. more Rasta than that, Gary. <laughs> yeah, man. That's that's actually not the best Rastafarian impression, but um, no, I my favorite puppet of all time is Big Bird. Big Bird? A bit lame. I know, it's a bit lame. Oh, it's, and I was going to say, oh well, as well as that. I do, I love it. Um, Bosco. But I was going to say, Bosco doesn't get the credit that he should. Like, why not Irish? I'm oh, right, <laughs> Podge you and Raj. Remember Podge and Raj? Yeah, well they were just... I used to get the scared. adult versions of Ziggy's. No, no, I, I did. Too, I got scared uh, of the beginning of their, uh, their TV show. Bedtime? Yeah, Bedtime Stories or something, was it? Yeah, yeah. Spooky Stories. Anyone doesn't know who Podge and Raj were, like, so they're basically, they almost look like paper mache. That's how I always yeah, remember these, them. Yeah, because the cheeks really stood out. Yeah. I think they made them kind of rosy cheeks. And they were basically like these kind of evil, dirty old twins kind of a thing. And they lived in a house and they'd tell all these like horror stories and it'd be them acting in it. Yeah. But like, they, I genuinely as a younger boy got scared of those. Loved watching it, but was terrified. I used to get really scared of... Um, My mum gave out to me once, actually, for watching Podge and Raj. Really? Yeah. So who should be watching that? Jesus. In a little spank on the bum. Well, I remember years ago, um, my dad used to be into all, like, the Stephen King movies yeah. and stuff. But there was, like, a, a series. I think it was one of the first, like, horror series on TV. And um, it's called, like, Tommyknockers. Tommyknockers? Sounds familiar. Tommyknockers, Tommyknockers, knocking on your door. Oh, I do remember but, this, like, yeah. It's not even the fact that I watched the program. So like, I remember Sounds. my dad. My dad used to have this like little wicker chair in the kitchen, <laughs> and like the TV used to be right above what the fridge. Those, like, the wicker chairs were like the kind of the back was a big circle kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember but, like that's what makes my dad sound like he's four hundred years old. But um, <laughs> I used to be like a white wicker chair, and he used to sit in the corner. Like our kitchen used to be a crazy different layout that you yeah. know what now. Well, no, I, but you remember the, cha- the you pre- remember the changes yeah. of yeah. Whatever. I don't remember the changes but of like, our kitchen. Like you have a fridge, and when you walked in through the kitchen door to the right, it used to be like one of those kind of long fridges. Yeah. And above used to be like a TV on it, and I walked out to the kitchen one night, and like my dad was watching. He's like, "Oh, I'm watching this new Stephen King uh, program called Tommy Knockers." I'm like, "All right." He's like, "It's a horror now. You." Probably not for you. It's like, <laughs> just trying to get something in the song. I was like, Tommy Knockers, Tommy Knockers, knocking on your door. I was like, no, I'm out of here. <laughs> your daddy <laughs> sitting in a fucking wicker chair in his silk bathrobe, drinking brandy. No, he used to wear his little, like, extra, extra, extra large t shirt that was like way too big for him. A <laughs> pair of like pajama bottoms. No, he's not. A pair of pajama bottoms and like some socks and flip flops. <laughs> That's my dad all over. That's just what he wore, not even for bed. That's why he the style still today. To this day. Like, goes down to the I remember going up to your house once, and I think it was shortly after we'd kind of 
started trying to market, I suppose, Tropical Voice, and we got like, I think actually we made the t-shirts, I think we got like that iron on stuff, and your oh, man yeah. was wearing the Tropical Voice t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this was back from a walk or something. Yeah. But little did she know she was like promoting She was So I think we did, we had like the uh, the YouTube on the back and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We had the, uh, the link. So a big shout out there to Mama Fluid for getting, getting us all those likes. She was a very avid fan as well, I believe. Well, <laughs> when I say fan, like she's going to support her son and his friend. Like, what was your favourite Tropical Voice video that we done? Tropical, I like the one. Uh, um, Ob AMA spells love. Yeah, I think that might be one of our first as well. It's interesting. I think like this first was is best. this predates even kind of like the whole like the Marvel post credits. We done a post credits for that video and everything. I think we did because we had a whole. I think we had a whole setup. It was going to be like tropical voice and the apocalypse, and it was going to be oh, was that like something you looked out the window, but it was from yeah. our POV. Yeah, it was like as if something was looking back in at us, like yeah. And uh, we had it all set up, like I remember we don't like unlike the Marvel universe, we never followed up. On it wasn't it. in no way <laughs> successful. But I think like that as well. We uh, what was it? We we were out in was it Bray or Holt? No, it was neither of those, I don't oh, think. Um, oh, what's that place in Wicklow? Something Bay. British Bay. British Bay. We were out there and we like shot a load of stuff for yeah. like, the Tropical Ice yeah. movie, which it was like the, the post-credit thing was was setting up like as well. Like, but uh, So all we, we did was make post-credit scenes and trailers for a movie that just that never, never happened. No, and it, the thing is, it wasn't even that thing like, <laughs> clips from the movie we were in the middle of making they were just clips we shot like we never actually done anything with them we never actually brought it to the point of um of an actual movie which probably would have been that's maybe how we bring it all back bring it all back to you we uh we never achieved the the film status no we never made no steve and demo have made demo the made way the, movie, the way which I think they did well at the awards. We'll though. rate it out of because we've all we've seen it. Rate Demo's accent. Sorry, Demo, if you're listening. Demo, if you're listening. In I all honesty, Demo's acting. Because um, this was the first time as well for Demo that I suppose it wasn't that free form of the Demo Ducky kind of stuff where it was still him. You know, it was mostly his personality. You know, he didn't have to. Yeah. If anything, it was his personality exaggerated almost you know when it was the demo ducky stuff it was like that real this is pretty much the way he is but you know leveled up a little bit i think uh out of 10 i give him uh oh. six. Oh, you're gonna say five <laughs> six and that's a six for effort Six for effort. Probably, yeah. Uh, my favourite scene is when he, I don't know what it is, you're eating it with the, the tin. Like, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. my favourite scene that of the whole thing. Because <laughs> it's that real, uh, he's, he's eating it very much. Um, he's eating it real like a worried person, like, you know, like that. No, that's why he's very. Like in, he brings you into the made. scene, like, yeah. That whole kind of like looking around and kind of seeing can he, like, is he being followed? Like, yeah. Definitely one of the. Uh, well, I think it looks like it was shot during the day. Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Steve just like darkened the whole scene. Probably. I'm not sure now. I, I don't know. But yeah, it was. Sorry about the noise. Currently. 
No, I think it was um, it was one of those things that like it it just it had potential, and it did have done very well at the award. I don't think it won anything, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I know after we were talking to the organizer, the little fella, and he was saying he absolutely <laughs> he loved it. Like it was the only film that used like special effects. It was the only film that kind of used like the horror kind of side of things. And Steve, like look. Steve is a very talented person. Very Steve, if you are listening to this, you're, yeah. you're probably the most talented in the group. Well, give or take. Um, so. <laughs> but Steve has uh, a great eye for detail as well. And like so, things yeah. like, you know, I think it's the scene where it's like the hazmat, the people in the hazmat kind of suits. But like, oh, so I remember, was, yeah, he was saying that they were just working and he just shot the, yeah. the shadows and, yeah. you know, flipped it all around. So a very good... Uh, a good, good thing you've done, Stephen. So there you go. Um, the uh, they set that up for a, like a sequel though as well, really. That we never got. Yeah, but we never got to another movie uh, award show. Awards. And then did that kind of stuff. Like the, so the whole idea of that thing was like the March on Film Fest. So it was like you had the month of March to make something and it was all like. Did they like fund it though? Did they give you money to make it? I think you may. Have. I'm not actually sure. But I think you got like a prop you had to use. So I think like the whole idea was that like so obviously like we could have made a movie like months ago and then this comes up and we just throw a movie in. Yeah. But the whole idea was that like they you had to like they'd get a prop and sorry. Ooh, <coughs> that COVID is spreading. Um, <laughs> you'd get a prop and I think there was a name everybody had to use in the movie. Yeah. So was that real right? You couldn't pre-record you know you couldn't kind of pre-plan to an extent in any way I suppose um, but it was very good a lot of good movies it was ahead of his time as they say I think Steve did work on another project after that and it won the whole thing it was like a, Steve that. it was a, a box a boxer or something a box that turns out to be a little bit gay um, in a, and I think they won that year I don't, it wasn't Damo that was acting in it now it was Steve and another it's based on Damo though <laughs> Based on Tim's life story as a boxer, um, I think uh, we're running low on time. I know. So I'm gonna go up to the bar. Oh, perfect, perfect timing. Um, yeah. So welcome back, folks. I, I don't know how much uh, you can probably hear my voice as now. Hope you can hear me in the background. Well. There's a bit of G of the A of the A on in the background, but it's in uh, Gaelic. <laughs> it's in Gaelic. In Gaelic. The Gaelic is in Gaelic. No, so we were uh, just chatting there. We took a little break and had a couple more pintinis. We've so uh, if you've checked out the Instagram page anyway, there's a couple more photos. I put the uh, the panoramic view up while we had while it was a little bit empty. Um, an old couple has just joined us, but uh, we were in our element. <laughs> joined in with us. <laughs> we now own this pub, Jervis break me and John bought this pub. No, I think it's uh, it's a very nice, like really, really nice. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating this when I say it. it's such a nice setting. It's such a nice like area. It's such a nice just a, a whole vibe and everything. Like it's a very chilled out vibe. Like it's yeah, very, yeah, you know, yeah. very nice, very quiet, very enjoyable. I suppose the main thing. And we've got a nice warm fire as well, which is a big benefit. So yeah, it's definitely warm in my cockles. And myself and Gary were talking there about some of our favourite comedy acts over the yeah. years, or comedy shows. We were watching Brassside today. Brassside, yeah. Chris, uh, what's his name? Moyers. 
Oh, he's spoiled. He's like something fat English guy. Um, That's right. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but Brassai is one of the best comedy series I've ever seen. Where do you write? What was Brass? unfortunate? Like what? So let's say you've got you're on a desert island, and you can only have three comedy shows. And you can watch. It doesn't matter how many seasons that show had. Like you can watch all the seasons of it. You well, can pick three shows. Number one for me, anyway, without a doubt, definitely number one is The Office, the English. The office. English Office. Okay. Yeah. Number um, two. Second one. Uh, second or third, probably Brass Eye. Okay. Which was unfortunate to have one season. And the third series, um, comedy. That made me laugh. Like, LOL. Yeah, that's be a comedy one. But like, I don't want to sound like a Ricky Gervais super fan, but like, extras. Yeah. I just think his stuff is the best thing. The early stuff is really, really good. Um, for me, I think I'd go Brass Eye. And this isn't actually in order now. I'd go Brass Eye. I may have pressured you into putting it in order now. Like, oh, this isn't in order. <laughs> um, Brass Eye. I'd go The Smell of Raven Mortimer. Oh, good, good show, good show. And, oh. Do you know what I actually probably would go with? Because I was a massive fan of it. And probably one of my very like early introductions into like comedy shows. Uh, the Harry Hill Show. I'm a big Harry Hill fan. I do, and I love Harry Hill. Like Harry Hill, bald guy, glasses yeah, with the massive collar. Yeah. I just never found them. Big, like, big fan of Harry Hill. It's because he used to do uh, You've Been Framed. He took over You've Been Framed. I just right, like yeah. couldn't take him serious. He had like You've Been Framed. Or that fight, that thing that he used to do where he'd like, make a Christmas on a, tree, uh, fight a fucking spade. It was a TV Burps, that, was that yeah, show. Yeah, that I, show. I, I love TV Burps. I mean, I thought he was trying a little bit too hard. I, I, for me, he he's one of my like my what's that mountain in America? Mount Rushmore. I'd put Harry Hill on my Mount Rushmore of comedians. Who's who's on yours? Five comedians, Irish or otherwise. So you're you're putting up there. Well, Ricky Gervais is hundred percent. Yeah, I put Ricky Gervais up there. Uh, I have to say, like, okay, so the second sorry, comedy duos count as one. No, you can't do that. Can't no, do because that. like no, if, if if you have a comedy duo, they take up two spaces on your rope, Mount Rushmore. No, they can't. It's a duo. It's gonna look like on Mount like Rushmore. It's gonna because... look like three people and like conjoined twins or something. Yeah, let's go say samurai you twins. Can, Fucking, you can't pick let's one. call them twins. Siamese twins. Siamese. Siamese. No, I'm not, I'm not having that. Oh, okay, then fine. <laughs> no, Ricky Gervais and probably eighties. Um, Top of the range, Eddie Murphy. That's only two people. No, I'm saying he'd be my second person. Oh, sorry. I'll <laughs> I thought you were saying that was he, it. He'd be my second, what, like third and fourth? Um, I like, did it have to be comedians or just funny people? Funny people. Um, if I'm going Irish and I'm going modern, yeah. I'd say Tony Campbell. Yeah. Makes me laugh quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and last spot. I'll leave it with me for a couple of minutes, okay. and I will come up. Mate, with how many presidents is there on Mount Rushmore? Five. No. Uh, Washington. Four. I don't know. Lincoln. Roosevelt. Johnson. No 
My my Rushmore would be. I, I put Harry Hill up there. I do. This is so weird. I put. I put. I would put Reeves and Mortimer as well. But you're saying that takes two spaces. That takes two spaces. So I have one spot left. One spot left. I I'd have to go to Ricky Gervais then, I suppose. Yeah. Can we like? Well, that maybe it's not like a big fan favorite, and uh, maybe not. Like I don't know, people might find other people funnier kind of thing. But yeah, for me, I suppose makes me laugh. Wise, like yeah, hundred percent. Like I like people that like honorable mentions would definitely be uh, No Fear and Julia Barrett. Definitely hundred percent. Yeah, they're very yeah, close yeah. to Eddie Murphy as well. Like that early uh, Eddie Murphy. Like I really like um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart as well has really grown on me. I think I like Kevin Hart's kind of like I know it's not a comedy act, but like. Him and Dwayne Johnson kind of bounce off each other very oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but he has a, a, was not a Kevin Hart fan. I watched a couple of his stand-ups and kind of became a fan. But even his stand-up gigs are very like strict as well. Me and Jenny went to see him. Oh, were you, you were out? No, no, I mean, Jenny went to see him. And, like, yeah, yeah. So he had these like uh, support uh, uh, comedians called the Paper Cup Boys. Okay. I like, there were four lads and they all came out in different segments and hmm. they were pretty good but like um, before Kevin Hart came on it was like there was constant announcements like any recording or flash photography like this is like strictly forbidden hmm. do not do this and like during Kevin Hart's thing people were still so stupid to start recording taking pictures and like they were removed they were taken yeah, out like it's one of the biggest things a sniper like. in the tree really. <laughs> like, I don't I don't get it like I I'm very much into you know a little, little photograph for the gram or you know whatever mm. it might be but take one and then enjoy the concert yeah. this whole like going to a concert and watching the concert through your phone like yeah that was the fucking point it. like I just I don't get it like, I really the, don't the last uh, me and Jenny were at um, now this is going off topic you're talking about people recording off their phone I'm talking about hecklers yeah so like I think I t- did I tell you this already when, was we, when you were at Ricky, Ricky Gervais and like there was a girl behind us and she was <laughs> a little bit drunk well she's probably full on drunk yeah but she was like, makes you sound old as well, she was a young one. And uh, out of nowhere, like, even her boyfriend kept calling me, stop saying that, like, it's not even funny. But, like, he'd say some type of joke and she'd keep going, horny, he's horny. Just like shouting at Adam, like. Yeah, but like his joke would be about, uh, I think there was a segment he was talking about like animal welfare or something. Yeah. It's like all, all just to let you know, all uh, uh, percentage of the, the tickets, tickets right, will yeah. go to animal welfare. And she just stood up and was like, that's so good, horny. And like, me and Jenny looked around and like there was people behind us and we looked at them and the guy was like, why does she keep saying horny? Like, what's horny <laughs> about this? Like, Why does she keep on saying yeah, that? Like, her fella kept, like, there was one stage, like, halfway through the show that, like, her, I heard her boyfriend was like, um, <laughs> why, why do you keep saying horny for? And she's like, horny! Uh, what was going on? Why do you keep saying this? Maybe she had threats. Huh? Maybe she had threats. 
Because they're all like judging her. No, I, I don't get. I, don't, I really don't get hecklers. I don't get hecklers that like like pay to go see a show to then start shouting shite at it like someone standing up I just think game. professional comedians why even heckle unless you want to look cool well that's what I mean like it's a very slim chance you're going to win that battle yeah like you know unless maybe you're a comedian yourself that's the sign of a shit comedian if he can't, if he can't handle yeah. a heckler like, and I think like that I remember going to a gig in it was just in some pub in Dublin I can't, I can't remember the name of the pub I don't know it wasn't Whelan's anyway and like that there was a fella there it was just like a kind of a stand up night and people were kind of just you know they were all like I don't want to say nobodies because that's very kind of like they were up and, up and coming yeah. they, like, they were brave enough to get up on stage yeah. and do you know do a set and there were like a lot of them were getting like heckled but like a lot of them were like very quick like would catch kind of the heckle and bounce yeah. it back and so, so like one fella who got up and like someone shouted something at him he was like doing this whole thing about like about oh god I think it's something to like religion or something like someone was, like shouted it was like God is watching you and he just went Haha, yeah I'm sure he is and it was like like a fucking shark like the heckler just was like I'm in here I've got this fella yeah. like he hasn't got to come back and just started like berating him with shit couldn't control it and that was that like people kind of like more were laughing me included were like laughing at the heckler more so than the yeah. comedian I love so seeing hecklers getting pwned but I think it's I know when I was uh, Ricky Gervais as well and the um, the what you call it the support act he was actually very good I was the same fella for you like something uh, uh, he had an Irish name yeah um, yeah the same fella was it, it was it been like Patrick McDonald or something was it something like that but he was pretty good very he good. got like um, it was a pity because he was that good that he mentioned it in the he probably said the same for you guys because mm-hmm. the routines are the same that like um, only half the crowd were in yeah. for the support act yeah, and that you should have been you know more well received well, I mean I think like about that like being like a support act that you're still standing on front of potentially thousands of people you know like from going from like probably a small comedy club to an arena you know yeah. it's, a, it's a big jump like and it's a massive thing as well like who is your number one comedian of all time no, it has to be Ricky Gervais. Is it? I know my wife Jenny. Um, she really likes. Uh, what's that guy's name? Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I've only actually recently just watched all of the Seinfeld, the sitcom. I'm a big Larry David fan. Never watched fan. it. Ever. Massive Larry David fan. I think. I like. Um, I only ever watched like. Curvy Maybe two seasons of Curvy One of the like just finest shows ever. I but strongly it's, recommend it. Isn't it like proper? It's like, him. Like it's no, but it's. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? As you go. Do you make it up as you go? Um, I don't think so. No, it's I think there's some parts of it that are very like like JB Smooth. He's one of the JB Smooth. Like he plays like Leroy, Leroy, you know, and it's like and it, I was listening to an interview with JB Smooth, and um, he like said like he basically went in like with the intent of I'm getting this, and like went in as Leroy. Like he that's how he went in like for the entire audition. Like he didn't go, kind of go in and like introduce himself as JB Smooth. Like he went in as Leroy full on like. 
But, uh, yeah, one of the best shows ever. No, wait. Yeah, I probably would actually. Now that I'm saying that, I probably would. That's up there as well, I think. Mm. I watched Seinfeld. Didn't age well, I suppose, in terms of nowadays. Yeah. Some funny moments, definitely. But uh, I do like Jerry Seinfeld. I like the whole uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. I do like that. I watched a couple episodes of Jenny. Thought it was alright. Like, I watched the episodes maybe where it's the, with me. the comedians that I know. Like, I watched one with like Ricky Gervais, JJ yeah. Dave Chappelle, stuff like that. How do you feel about, uh, about uh, Dave Chappelle now after this whole? Did you watch like his last special? I didn't watch it, but you heard some things about it. But you're gonna have to tell me. The he kind of like so. In a previous show, he talks about a transgender comedian he knew or something like isn't it like he got a lot of backlash but he's yeah. refusing to apologise yeah and on one hand I'm in no way like supporting like kind of what he like what he's kind of the message he's kind of putting across like but at the same time I do slightly see where he's <coughs> coming from and it's not to me he's trying to just be shocking more than he's actually focusing on being funny yeah I think it's that real, like, he kind of makes a couple of jokes of, like, real, almost borderline, like, that Ricky Gervais, like, you know the way, like, Ricky Gervais, and, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Ricky Gervais' latest stand-up, but, um, the whole, like, you know, it was, like, when Ricky made the joke of, like, the whole, like, you know, I like my women old-fashioned, like, you know, without cocks. <laughs> yeah, That's kind yeah. of, like, what Dave Chappelle is doing on this thing, but yeah. he's kind of, like, you know, putting the whole, like, oh, don't talk like down to me and all this whole kind of thing I just think it's about how the, the delivery of the jokes as well yeah like I think yeah. um, Dave Chappelle can be very dry on how he's delivered but yeah. Ricky Gervais delivers it with it like I think to me and everybody can't take it seriously Ricky Gervais oh sorry Dave Chappelle should stick to sketch comedy like for me personally the sketch comedy was really good I love it it's like a couple of the stand ups I love but go back to the sketches like that's where yeah. I think he he was the best those characters the different kind of things like um, but like that yeah Ricky Gervais is very good at like almost like diverting you you know you, you can't you don't have enough time to actually get angry about something I think yeah. like I think it's that kind of thing like you know I know in previous shows I and mean, we've kind of got, we've gone to see Ricky Gervais the last couple of times actually he's come to twice yeah, yeah we went to see we've seen Science oh, oh, I, I saw seen, Humanity yeah, um, we've seen science together, and we've seen humanity together. I don't think we saw science. I've seen science. No, twice. you did, and I think Jenny did as well. That was before I was even with Jenny. Was it? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Science was a good, yeah. maybe 2009, 10? Probably, actually, I know you were saying it. But I've seen science, we've seen humanity together. Yeah, and then, and then the latest one... Um, Supernature? Supernature, yeah. Um, but I think yeah like that I think like if you're going to a Ricky Gervais show you should kind of prepare yourself that he's got to, is going to make these kind of remarks kind of a thing yeah. you know with the whole like Dave Chappelle thing as well people weren't expecting him to kind of say stuff like that um, I don't know I just think we live in a world now that's very sensitive you yeah. can't say anything and I'm not so like you want to I'm get not... into the controversial stuff now <laughs> yeah we're four points in late night yeah but no I, I just think I do think there's kind of you're always going to offend somebody no matter 100%. what you say and I think it's that kind of 100%. thing I don't like I don't like I don't, like I don't condone it in no, any what? way like I don't think like I think if you go out with the intent of hurting somebody's feelings that's wrong you know yeah. like yeah. but if it's 
like whale mess and whale joke and they'll slag each other and things like that and you know and you know, there's that maybe that whole borderline of like you know oh like lads being lads kind of a thing and not even lads like girls as well I know girls talk this kind of shite as well and uh, but uh, I just kind of feel that nowadays like I'd hate to be I'd love to be back in school to be back in school like for that like experience to have the knowledge we have now like and have that laugh yeah yeah but i'd hate to also be in school because i'd say it is a fucking minefield yeah well i think back to some of the stuff i got away with in school none of which i have actually oh, got to talk about here the people like teachers that they have to be so oh, careful but, and that's what i'm thinking like the, a type of person like me if a teacher tried to pull me on something i'd be like oh is it because i'm this <laughs> like i would throw something at them like i'd say it is a minefield yeah yeah definitely you have to be super, super careful. But like, yeah, you can offend anybody with anything. Now. Anything. But sure, didn't they want to remove certain words from us from the fairy tale of your Christmas song? You scumbag, you maggie, you're cheap and you're haggard. Like, because you can't say the F word. The F word. But is the F word that's used not in reference to a bundle of sticks? And uh, something you smoke? That bit of experience, that bit of shortened it down it is. But then again, you can get like, I've seen them in Iceland. Give me a smoke of that. <laughs> that. The way you told that there. Give me a smoke of that. I think uh, you can get like, in, in Iceland I've seen like beef, beef faggots they're called. They are, and I've sent, I've sent so photographs. No, but that's what they're called. No, they're so not called that. They they're are. definitely not called that. They are called that. Give me some of those beef faggots. Go and look. It's like Mr. Brain, I think, is the name of the thing. 100%. Does you think Mr. Brain should be using his brain? But they look like little brains. I'm like, that's a bit risky. I love Iceland because it's one of those places that's just a, mis- a mishmash of things that shouldn't be. Like a fucking, like, an all-in-one breakfast in a tin. Well, that stuff shouldn't exist. That stuff but it does. Just... <laughs> and I was seeing actually there a while ago, it's like a double stacked pizza. So it's a pizza, but it with a pizza on top of it. But wait, so it's a pizza you cook on top of the pizza? It's two pizzas. It's two like a, a pizza smashed together. It's a pizza sandwich, but like the top still has the top, and it's not two pizzas facing each other. So two pizzas are looking at each other? No, no, no. So it's one so pizza, it's a pizza with and then another toppings. pizza on top. Yeah, and then another, another pizza, pizza on with, top, toppings with toppings on top, on top of, of the pizza with toppings. Yeah. It's stupid and pointless. It's ridiculous because you could just do that in any way. Yeah. They've got some weird pizza flavours as well. They've got a chicken curry pizza. That sounds nice though. Yeah. A whole base of curry sauce. Uh, to be honest, that sounds alright. What's your, your favourite pizza? Oh, I have like, completely packed with meat. Goo! Oh, it has to be like tons of meat, like the mighty mighty meat beast, the fucking meat bonanza pizzas, all them. Oh, yeah. I remember once ringing um, Domino's. For some reason, my internet wasn't working, so I had to ring them. And I rang and I tried to order a meat fiddler pizza. A meat fiddler. But that's not what it's called. It's like the, the meat meat file or something. No, not the meat file. That piece that sounds worse. The meat file. It's like, the, what's it called? The mighty meaty, probably. It's, I don't know what it is. Why like ask for a meat, meat, meat fiddler? And they were like, sorry, what? Got <laughs> a large meat fiddler <laughs> and a bag of wedges. 
I do enjoy pizza. Pizza is my number one food no, of all pizza time. Pizza is ultimate. I, my number one food of all time? Probably. I don't know. It depends who makes it. Uh, I love, love, love a good lasagna. I do like lasagna. What are you I don't like on the Italian side of things. What are you having with lasagna? Coleslaw. Okay. But cheese coleslaw. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, a little side salad. Yeah, take it or leave it. A couple of chips, maybe. Some of chips. What chips, though? What chips? What are we talking about? Depends. Like, my mother-in-law, Joan. Best mother-in-law ever. Um, only mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, she makes lovely homemade chips that she slices, cuts, slices, whatever way. But what are we, what are we talking here? Straight cut, tick. Skinny oh, fries. No. Skinny fries. That's what you need with lasagna. Yeah, yeah. 100%. If anyone out there is eating fucking like the fat oven chips with lasagna, you're a fucking horrible person. You need yeah. to go jump off a bridge. And garlic bread. Yeah, I'll take garlic bread. Yeah. Do you like the garlic slices? I, I do. I do like the garlic slices, but I sometimes love the chunk of a baguette. Yeah, I do. And like, you know how people are always trying to avoid the the butt ends? Yes. Of a oh, baguette. Let's go for that. Yeah, I do as well. I have a little trick. Oh dear, have you got the trick about where like, I'll kind of scoop out the, the bread and I'll fill it with lasagna. And then it's like a really good idea. Because you're still getting like, there's kind of the traces of the garlic butter throughout it like. Yeah. But you've also got this like little nice little cone. Yeah, little lasagna cup. Yeah. yeah. Pop that in. Lasagna bowl. If you, what's your favorite food combination, texture-wise? Jesus. Uh, I think I've said this before on the pod. Maybe on. I, I, like, on I this. love a nice thick, gravy-coated sliver of roast beef for a Sunday roast. Okay. So you know the texture of a piece of roast beef where yeah. it's like tender. Yeah, melty. And like a scoop of like really creamy mashed potato mm. mixed together in your mouth. My my favourite combination? I may have said this before, it's mashed potato with peas. Like peas or mushy peas? No, peas. It has to be a pea, not mushy peas. Okay, yeah. And like, you know, you get like, like a nice spoonful and it's like you're chewing it. And like, just oh, nice the potato and peas? Or like any gravy? Or... No, no gravy. So potato, nice creamy potatoes. I think if you have, have creamy potatoes. I think if you have a roast dinner mm-hmm. without gravy, you're a crazy bitch. Oh yeah, 100%. If you're not having gravy, it's not that I don't have gravy with roast dinners, don't get me wrong. 100% roast, no, you like, can't have it. Just say roast either. gravy. Uh, a roast. Did I just say roast gravy? Did I say ha- you don't have a roast gravy dinner? You don't have a roast dinner without gravy. Yeah. If someone, if I sat down at someone's house for a roast and there wasn't gravy put on the uh, thing, I'd get up and leave. I think that used to happen when uh, me and Jenny used to go out with each other. Like again, John. I'm sorry. But like, used to get the whole roast dinner like massive, and like John always gives me such a massive pile. It's like the best thing ever. But like, there'd be no gravy. I'd be like, uh, yeah, crazy. how am we going to eat this? I can't eat it otherwise. How <laughs> the fuck do we eat this now? <laughs> I think um, you need to have a nice texture to the mash. If there's no gravy, the mash has to be very, very smooth. No, I know she... Liquid on it almost. No, she mixes in some butter. With a butter, a bit of milk. But, yeah, I think, well, I think so. It might be, but I know it's just delicious and creamy and very, very nice. I do, I like um, peas 
Pizza Mash. Top two. Like, would you ever have like mash and roast potatoes on the same dinner? Oh yeah, yeah. potato meal. I was at my yeah, cousin's wedding really a, a while ago. Alan, big shout out to you if you're listening. Um, and it was very nice. So they had like lasagna as an option. Okay. Obviously went for the lasagna. I think it was chicken sachet as the other option. I'm a big fan of that as well. But don't get me wrong. But the lasagna, that's what I'm having. Okay. And I got uh, I got I got mashed potato. I got chips and I got roast potatoes. All together. All together. On the plea. With a big lump of coleslaw. A big slice of lasagna. I was like fucking Garfield. Coleslaw can be a complete game changer with that lasagna. And do you know what I like? I like that whole the hot and the cold. Oh yeah. Give me that. Do you know another favourite combination of mine is a nice bit of a hot custard and cold ice cream. Obviously cold ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I only had that like last week. No, like a really hot apple tart with uh, hot custard and cold ice cream. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. the ice cream's going to be cold. <laughs> no, I think definitely um, <coughs> a very, very nice, <laughs> very nice, a very nice. Just that balance or something about it. Like mm. It's it's a real good, a very good uh, combo. But you know what I like doing as well. Um, you have your couple of pints. You come yeah. home. You tr- get two slices of bread, put them in the toaster. Okay. So say, imagine you're going to have a toasted cheese, ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. But instead of toasting everything, you just toast the bread. Okay. Put it out on the plate or whatever, and sprinkle the grated cheese and the ham cold from the fridge. Okay, straight from the fridge. And put the two pieces of bread together. Eat it, just like a sandwich. So like you get the, se- you get the sensation of You get, you get the hot toast. We were biting into the cold cheese, and like, it might sound horrible, but it's no, I like, I like, I like a nice, not an easy single, I like that nice square of cheese. Yeah, square cheddar. That, like, it's a real proper, yeah. Um, it's a bit of kill needing. I have to say, one of my favourite post-drink treats that I've had is toasty in your house. Oh yeah. You make a very, very nice toasty, a ham and cheese toast with a bit of garlic sauce. On the George Fondy. The big old game changer. Yeah. Um, you, but you have to have a packet of crisps with it. Well. You have to have a packet of crisps with it. I remember there was like a couple of times that we'd be drinking in the mail, and I'd just go back to yours purely just to get a toasty, and then be like, "All right, I'm going home now. <laughs> I've had my fun. <laughs> yeah. I've trashed the place and then leave." But uh, yeah, it's definitely. Um, Do you remember that years ago? I think in like nightclubs and stuff, didn't they have to like serve you? I think it, like, they have to offer food or yeah. something, yeah. Remember, like, oh we'd God. be dancing in the plaza or something like at two o'clock in the morning. God, lads, you have to go get breakfast roll. <laughs> but in the middle of the dance floor, they just set up like they had, deli that's or right, yeah, they had like, like they bring out tables and breakfast and rolls and then like they clear off. You just start dancing <laughs> again. It's <laughs> probably like puke everywhere, the sausages and rashes everywhere. Yeah, Jesus, very funny. And like then I think they upgraded and they had like a little hatch and it was literally I think it was like breakfast rolls and that was it and you'd come yeah. to school and they'd hand you one yeah obviously you'd pay as well but like what is your favourite like post pints if you're out you're out we're out in town we've had a fucking uh, rake of pints we're getting a bit of food where are you heading so I remember years ago you probably remember years ago when we used to go out to the plaza and we'd go to the bowling alley mm-hmm. and oh, we used yeah. to make the we used to always get the ham and cheese paninis. Ham and cheese paninis yeah. But the thing is, with those ham and cheese paninis, I think inspired me. Maybe because 
they didn't plan on doing it that way, but like inspired me to have my ham and cheese toasties with cold ingredients. Yeah. Because they used to serve it to me like that. Yeah. Probably <laughs> unintended. But uh, that was always a highlight of going there. And then. Um, if you're past, in town, <laughs> if you're in town where you had Oh, the past while, I really think it's going to be between a chicken fillet roll. Yeah. Or uh, Charlie's. You go in and get whatever is in there. Where do you kind of stand on a kebab? Oh yeah, fan. Kebab is pretty good. And yeah, I it's know actually Steve that got me Steve into is a big, Steve's a big, uh, an advocate for Zaytunes. Yeah. And I know he was always shouting on about Zaytunes, 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 Zaytunes. And I was out with him one night with Zaytunes. And I have to say, it changed the whole kebab yeah. game for me. It completely opened my eyes. Yeah, because I remember I used to go in, I used to get the whole what like doner kebab yeah. whatever it is yeah. the standard thing and uh but i wouldn't eat it when i got it mm. i'd get the taxi home all the way home yeah and by then it'd be, it'd be like lukewarm <laughs> i'd get a taxi all the way home supposed <laughs> <laughs> to get the halfway and then walking the rest of the way <laughs> and uh it would be like lukewarm mm. almost borderline cold mm. and you'd sit down at the kitchen table. I used to, like, anytime after points, get home and, like, have a cup of tea. Mm, yeah. And I'd open up the kebab and start munching away. What's your, like, what food do you find is the best after a night? Like, the night like, after? The night after? The day after, sorry. The morning after. Like, so the morning? Um, like, if you got a pizza and it was, like, cold pizza. Is there certain much. foods you're like, no, cold, no. Like, um, I'd happily eat a curry cold. No. Wouldn't heat it up. No, I'd eat the chicken. I wouldn't the eat curry. the chips. Chips, no. Chips, once chips no, go cold, chips, that's it. Throw them out. Like Chinese chips. Ah, no, no, no. Cold? They're rotten. Yeah, they're rotten. Um, I'd eat chicken from a curry. Would you eat chicken while it's cold? Uh, yeah. Would yeah. you eat... But not the sauce. You're kind of prawn toast at all. <laughs> Sorry for anyone listening to this. Are you a fan of prawn toast? <laughs> Do you delve into the prawn, prawn toast side of things? Um, no, I've never... Uh, I have tasted it, but I wouldn't get it. <laughs> no. Do you like prawns? Uh, if I was desperate, I'd eat them. Really? Yeah. I'm a big... Like, what if they're battered? I've never had a battered prawn. Oh, maybe we need to have a night then, a little prawn night. Yeah. I do enjoy prawns and shrimp. I like shrimp. Which one is which though? Prawns, prawns are, are the really small ones. Yeah. And they're very like meaty when you bite into them. Yeah, very, very Shrimp is the thing with the heads. Have you ever had a, a lobster? I've never had lobster. I, the very first, and I've said this before as well, I'm sorry for folks who have listened to previous podcasts, but um, when I first, first ever job I got, I was working in Unifar, it was a warehouse job, and uh, I got paid, got paid weekly kind of thing and the first paycheck I got, still remember to this day, I think it's kind of a good thing that I still do remember the first thing I ever bought. I bought a copy of Nuts magazine, <laughs> sorry I got it, my voice went over there, a copy of Nuts magazine, Yeah. Gladiator special edition, bought it in HMV on the square at the time, oh, right. which is now in Nando's, <laughs> and I bought a lobster, a frozen lobster from Aldi, and the lobster was disgusting because it was frozen and yeah. got no so long it'd been dead. <laughs> yeah. And Aldi was a new kind of thing as well. It was very much the the pound shop of the the, the supermarkets at the time. Um, whereas it's upgraded now, I think a bit. It's one of the more yeah the staples, as they say. Um, but 
since then I've always wanted to taste proper lobster. So I think we should do that. I want to go do the whole go to the restaurant, pick the lobster out that you want. You can't do that anymore. Oh, it's like animal cruelty yeah. type of thing? Like I think it has to be, because like, so I remember reading the thing, apparently like it's better that if they're alive while you're cooking them. So that whole thing of that, you put them in cold water. Like they're water. proper fresh. Yeah, that's like, you can still taste the death. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, I, no, I could be completely wrong, and please someone <coughs> correct me if I am wrong on this. I think the whole thing previous was, you put them in cold water and you slowly started to boil it so they didn't actually realize until it was too late how they could do oh, anything is it true that you can hear them scream yeah apparently you can yeah like would you want that on your conscience <laughs> but like imagine that you're cooking and it's like ah, ah help help me <laughs> why are you doing this to me um but i do want to taste a nice proper lobster we should start doing it. i think that should be a tradition a lobster night go out for a lobster dinner are you gonna pay no, no, no. <laughs> Steve, you've got a company. No, I think once every so many months we should go for a lobster. You've gone to the Mongolian barbecue. I have. I know it's not. It's pretty delicious. It's not, it's not lobster, but it's very, very nice establishment. I think you can get some type of. Can you get some type of seafood mix into your you can, Mongolian yeah. barbecue? Yeah. I've never tried it. I'm always very wary of seafood that's sitting out. I would be the same to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Do you like it's sushi? one thing I'd never order. Like, you know when you go to say just like even for bar food? Yeah. And you'd get like say somebody would get like a curry, somebody would get like a steak and chips. Mm. My dad is always fish and chips, battered fish and chips. Oh I'd get that. Very rare I get that. Very, oh, very rare. If it's battered, if it's like But wouldn't be like say fish a, pie, I'm like no. Oh I like a fish pie. But not on a bar. But somebody has to make it for me. Yeah, like if it's in my house, yeah. It's just mainly my mum. Anytime we go up. It's mainly my mummy. I... Is there a food that you're like, I really want to try? Or you want to try? Yeah. Um, like, does it have to be a type of food I've never tasted? Or a style of a food A I've style tasted? of a food, even. Like I was saying to you earlier, like... A I've Philly, slightly gotten Philly into... cheesesteak. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, what are they all about? I don't know, but I, I'd love to taste the proper one. I've, like, I've had variations of it over here, which obviously aren't the Well, then if that's case. the case, like, you know, I've had pizza, but I want to go to New York and, and have taste a proper, proper like, slice. A New York fucking style pizza. You've been to New York, though, no? No, never. No. I thought you were. No. I was in other parts of America, but not there. Uh, pizza in New York is special. It's an but, experience, though, I think. You kind of get your slice, you go out into Times Square or wherever it might be and there's 15 different rays who all claim to be the original rays and it's, uh, yeah, it's a nice... I, I do think that's a trip we should all make, a lads trip to New York. Well, you can finally make it on Broadway. <laughs> be one of those people, the... What's it called? Prostitutes? Uh, just that <laughs> what do you call those people? No, I think if we went to New York, we should stay like in a. I'd like to stay in like a big four star, five yeah, star hotel. Yeah, I was gonna say like get like you know a penthouse. Yeah, we would need a lot of money. Oh, nice little penthouse suite. Sitting there, just. But I want someone to film us as well, like uh, the whole time. Like those kind of. What's it called those? The Hills? Have a reality program? So every time like, we appear on screen, our names was like flutter into the screen. 
What do you mean he said that to you? No, I think um, a trip to New York would be nice. A trip to the States, a, a, a boy's trip to the States would be nice. Yeah, I would. Vegas. Oh. Which is uh, such a good spot. I know what to say about Vegas. What do they say? You get stabbed in the face if you look cross-eyed at somebody. I know what to say about Vegas. You walk across a bridge and look at a homeless guy who's got a big pair of fucking fake tits. Oh. Sunburned to nearly near death. <laughs> Me and Jenny looking at each other going, this guy is dead. Does anybody want to do anything? This guy is dead. No, but I think that, uh, yeah. I don't know what to say now. We're gonna get, we need to get more points. We're going to leave it here for the moment, folks. And then we'll be back in a little while, probably. I don't know. Thanks, guys. See you soon.